Welcome to AudioPie's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. My name is Kathy H. I'm 28 years old. I now spend most of my time not looking forwards, but looking back on what happened to us at Hailsham. Never Let Me Go is about a group of children living in a comfortable country house called Hailsham. But from the uneasy opening lines onwards, we know there is something special about these children. They have no parents, no surnames, they never go on a holiday, they will never have babies of their own. They were created in test tubes and they are, in fact, being exclusively bred to become donors. Students of Hailsham are special. Welcome to Audio Pie series for GCSE students on Never Let Me Go by Kazuo Ishiguro. We're going to be guiding you through everything you need to know about this great book and helping you to understand how best to approach your exams. Today, we're going to consider the type of book you will be studying. The type of book is often known as its genre. The genre of Never Let Me Go is quite hard to pin down. Never Let Me Go is a mashup of genres science fiction, gothic horror, coming of age story, dystopian fiction. It's a weird hybrid, utterly unique. It doesn't really fit into conventional generic classifications. Like a magician, Ishiguro distracts us from the horror at the book's heart with red herrings. Just when we think we're reading a coming of age story or a love story, Ishiguro injects a moment of unsettling gothic or sci fi or chilling horror into the narrative. For me, it's first and foremost a horror story. As the narrator in the story, Kathy, says, it's horror movie stuff. But it's one where the horror is delivered in a subtle way. We expect it to be horrifying. Think, for example, about the school myth of the boy in the woods with his hands and feet removed, but actually, we never get to see anything horrific happen. All the really bad stuff is out of sight. There was once a boy who had ran off beyond the boundary. They found him in the woods with his hands and feet cut off. Who told you these stories? Everybody knows them. And how do you know they're true? You make up stories as horrible as that. Ishiguro seems to me to be showing how real horror isn't about creepy gothic houses or mad scientists or monsters. Harvesting organs in converted holiday camps in situations where there is simple acceptance rather than disgust or outcry makes me think about the systematic, industrialized murder of Jewish and other so called undesirable people in the Second World War. The crimes of the Holocaust were committed in a daily, routine way without moral revulsion, criticism, or resistance. Ishiguro set the book in the 1990s at the time terrible events were happening in the former Yugoslavia, such as concentration camps, death camps, massacres like Srebrenica, right in the middle of Europe. As Ishiguro himself said, the astonishing thing then. And I suppose looking back, it shouldn't have been so astonishing, was the fact that people, neighbours who'd been living with each other for decades, just turned on each other and massacred each other. And these were people who'd been eating in each other's houses and looking after each other's children. So, by suggesting to us in Never Let Me Go that we are in a horror story, but by filling the novel with ordinary rather than horrifying detail, 
Ishiguro seems to be showing us that evil might easily go on in precisely the places where we aren't horrified. And in what way might it be science fiction then? Again, it's science fiction, but not in an obvious way. All the medical advances that are already going on in our society have been taken a step further. Dolly the sheep, the first humanly cloned mammal in 1997. The supposed birth of the first human clone in the early noughties. Ishiguro's taking it a step further, though, by imagining that humans are being cloned and that their rights are what we should concern ourselves with. The novel is also very recognisable as dystopian fiction. It's set in a bleak, depressing future society. George Orwell's 1984, where people's every move is watched by Big Brother, is a dystopian novel. So is Suzanne Collins' The Hunger Games. The thing with dystopian fiction is that it's not a million miles away from our society today. There are elements that are familiar, just exaggerated. Things are taken a step further, that's all. Indeed, it's very frequent for science fictions also to be dystopian fictions. Finally, we're clearly in a coming-of-age story, or what is known as a building's romance. This is a story about how children grow up and enter the adult world. It's about us and how we know that we will die, but we don't really think about it very much, or if we do, what we do with that knowledge, how we cope with it. It's also, I think, about the question of human freedom. How is it that we grow up in a way that leads us to accept certain things as unchangeable? Why don't the donors rebel in this book? Why don't they have a revolution? So what this book is, exactly, is up to you to decide. The critics have different points of view, so you are entitled to yours. Theo Tate from The Telegraph called it a raid into science fiction territory. M. John Harrison of The Guardian, on the other hand, described it this way. Being set in an alternate Britain in an alternate 1990s, this novel will be described as science fiction, but there's no science here. Andrew Barrow of The Independent looks at it another way. He said, the dreadfulness of the subject matter, it's horror movie stuff. But one thing's for sure. When the critics say it's extraordinary, chilling, brilliantly executed, written by a master craftsman, that it's thoroughly macabre, will leave a bruise on the mind, they're not kidding. Maybe none of us really understand what we've lived through or feel we've had enough time. Thanks very much for listening. In the next podcast, we're going to look at the skills you're going to need to demonstrate when studying this book for GCSE. Speak to you soon. Bye. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge. Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.